contentedly, then kissed him on the earlobe and wriggled out of his arms. Harry sat up, his naked back sticky against the whitewashed wall. Carla slipped into her chemise and then straddled a chair, an arm folded across its cane back. Her sweaty chin propped on it, her big brown eyes watching him. "'I'm going to get dressed now, Harry,' she said with a sigh, standing. "'Sure you don't want to come back for more?' he asked and patted the crumpled sheet. Carla laughed. "'You done me all in, Harry, and I'm not in the mood no more,' she added lightly, lifting a limp curl of auburn hair from her forehead and frowning at herself in the mirror. Rydair reached for the bottle on the bedstand. He should be drinking water instead of whiskey in this heat, but whiskey was all Carla said she had in the house. "'Maybe later, after it cools some,' he said. "'Maybe.' He looked over suddenly, giving her a suspicious frown. "'You are sure your husband's going to be gone all day?' She laughed lightly. "'That's what he said. Rode over to Carson Junction on business day before yesterday. Whenever he does that, he doesn't ever come right back,' she said, prodding hair. "'He'll be away a couple more days.' "'He goes to Carson Junction often?' "'Once or twice a month.' "'What kind of business is he in? You never did get around to saying.' She looked over her shoulder and smiled at him. "'You never gave me a chance. Your hands were all over me like flies on sticky paper.' Rydare laughed. "'You weren't exactly fighting me off. What's going to happen when word gets back to him?' Carla shrugged and began pinning her tousled hair back in place. "'Walter knows I fool around, though he might get real mad if anyone points it out to him. He'll get over it.' "'So what does he do?' Rydare tipped the bottle back and took a drink. "'Walter? Walter is sheriff hereabouts.' Rydare almost choked. He slammed the bottle down and stared at Carla Hodgeback. "'Sheriff?' "'Don't worry, honey. Nobody here will talk. Walter would kill anyone who let on they knew.' She grinned. "'Walter thinks he's the only one who knows. He slaps me around some, then feels real bad and comes crawling back.' Rydare swallowed hard, grabbed his shirt, shoving an arm into the sleeve. "'Are you going already?' she inquired. "'I think I better. And tonight?' "'Uh, <clears throat> better not.' He pulled on his trousers and boots and stood. "'Maybe some other time.' Carla laughed. They both heard it just then. "'What's that?' he asked, staring at the door behind which he knew was a hallway. "'Sounds like someone come into the parlor,' Carla whispered. "'Carla? Carla, honey, you home?' She stared at him, eyes impossibly wide. "'It's Walter!' "'Walter? I thought you said he wasn't going to be back for days. Quick, the window!' "'You in the bedroom, Carla?' the voice said, growing louder down the hallway, and then the doorknob turned. Rydair grabbed his hat, gun belt, and tried to fold himself through the open window— he got stuck there for a moment. Struggling, his foot kicked the table, knocking the whiskey bottle to the floor. Carla, what's going on in there, Carla? Harry heard the door open and a man's voice roar behind him. What's that? Not again, Carla! Then Rydair was through the window. He tumbled to the ground and sprang to his feet as a scowling face thrust itself past the light chintz curtains. Walter, don't! Rydair heard Carla cry near panic. But he didn't take the time to look back. Ducking his head, he flew like the wind out into the street. A gunshot rang out and dust kicked up to his right. 
He ran a zigzagging course and dove through the bat-wing doors of the cantina. Harry? Dougal O'Brien said, surprised at his explosive entrance. O'Brien was somewhere in his mid-sixties, a veteran of the Mexican-American War, on the Mexican side. A San Patricio, and beneath his shaggy gray beard he carried the branded D of a deserter on his cheek to prove it. At the moment, O'Brien was supporting himself at the end of the bar, drinking alone. That didn't surprise Rydair. O'Brien liked drinking alone, and at the moment he appeared to be three sheets to the wind. That didn't surprise Rydair either. Ever since they left Father Leandro in Sonoita and started for California, O'Brien had been sampling the wares of every saloon and cantina along the way. California still looked a long way off at the rate they were going. Got trouble a-coming, Dougal? Scared trouble? O'Brien slurred. Husband trouble! A low chuckle rolled.